0: Sometimes you think working out is just about working
1: out, but you realize it's actually about working out your entire life. This is the Wayward Podcast. We're there. There's blippy blippies and everything.
0: Yes. Hello, Kim. We're back in your actual closet. In my real closet. Hey, let's do a quick, you know, online, real-time, um, you know, sesh jam talk sesh. Okay. Um about how you think it went in front of people. Oh, the live I was yeah. like how my life is right now. We haven't I'm, actually talked about it because um both of us have been so smoke busy. You know what was really fucking fun was um I think
1: in my mind I wanted it to be an ideal combination of Q&A panel yep. and podcast. Yeah. And it
0: was. It's exactly what it was. I
1: think we got, we we talked to each other, mm-hmm. but we incorporated the people that were there. Mm-hmm. It went in unexpected directions, mm-hmm. and the live audience got to see
0: us go, Whoa, going off, go, going off the, come bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, wash bring it back. And it's brilliant because, um, it did feel like a panel, and this is why I actually love our panels. It made me go, oh, this is why we have a podcast, because I love talking to you on our panels and talking about the things we get to talk yep. about. Although in the panels, we do tend to talk a little bit more about Supernatural or what's our favorite well, and also we gotta utensil. Keep it, we got to keep it moving. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> we got to keep it moving on the podcast. or on We've got to keep it moving on the panel. The panel. Yeah, and, um, and this, we could
0: just... We yammer on until we yeah. let ourselves stop. Yeah. Yeah, so true. And, I mean, I was... The whole thing was a blur because I um, took some American cold medication. And American cold medication is so strong. And I was talking to my friend Ellie about this. I was like, I felt like I was stoned all day. And I took it at n- the night before. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, I can't take that medication. No. It makes me hallucinate. I was I, like, Whoa! yeah, No,
1: I stock up on cold medicine when I'm in Canada because I can't take. It's amazing that we we can't. Like some of the most crazy. obvious and easy painkillers, yeah. we don't have access
0: to over the counter, and yet we can get stoned. Out oh of my our gosh! Mind like I bought this. Benadryl. I'm not I, this medication I bought yesterday because I I've been coughing so much at night. I'm not sleeping. Um, it's just at night, and I don't really have a cold. Otherwise, just a cough. Uh, but I'm fine, and I don't have anything contagious. I it's not bird flu. Yeah. Um, but uh, I took half. Last night, because I was like, I just, I got, you know, you're just like, I got to sleep. And this morning I was like, weeping over something to do with my parents. And I was like, everything's (laughs) fine, Brianna, what are you doing? You're just like, (laughs) so I was like, this is not me. This is the drugs. Um, Drugs are strange. Oh, drugs. Um, Anyway, I was mildly stoned at the, the, uh, those recordings. So I was kind of like, what's happening who are i know i know you we're friends we're doing a thing but what is it what am i doing i'm when are we done and when do we start yeah um but man oh man the the biggest thing i took away from that is um i am so proud of um our our people our people are the best they are truly the best and um I can't even take any pride in myself, and I do, I'll take, I'm grateful to take, I can be, I don't think gratitude and pride are mutually exclusive. I'm grateful and I'm proud, but man, I've seen our people grow exponentially to, to women who are um, taking their lives in their own hands in such a beautiful, incredible way and I was just like, I just felt so lucky to be a part of these people's lives. And in whatever way we can do that and however long we can do that, I will.
1: I agree. Mm -hmm. I love getting to know people as they get to know themselves. Yeah. It's always such a treat when someone shares something with me Mm. that has always been an aspect of themselves that they just really got to meet.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm.
1: I see that all the time with our people who are kind of like, oh, you know that thing you do where mm. you show up? I-, I just found another piece of me I get to sh- bring to the party.
0: And it's amazing. I, we, You know, you and I always say we don't want to create um, soldiers. We want to create leaders. Our, our dream is that you guys don't need us. You want us, but you don't need us. Yeah. Um, and I saw that. I see How I feel when I feel empowered and I feel in my own power, and I can see that in the eyes of people who we got to be with uh, at that show. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you are all becoming leaders. And I see how powerful that makes them feel and how of service that makes them become. And I was like, this is what the world should be. Mm -hmm. We should all be stepping into our power to encourage other people to do the same. And then they will encourage other people to do the same. And I just think it's so beautiful. And I feel so happy that it's working in that way. But I was very tired. I was intensely tired. Yeah, that was, yeah. I was like, wow, that's a big, that's a big night. I was proud. I just got it recorded. Yeah, (laughs) I I was. It was pretty impressive. Kim had all the um, electronics and Kim, you know, all the buttons, you, you sometimes pretend to be overwhelmed by it all, but you all always know what you're doing. And Kim, it's like this fun little, it's like this, this little persona Kim has that nobody knows about is that she's a secret (laughs) tech nerd and she doesn't want people to know because it'll maybe like take away from her, like angry at the world thing and you're like no actually I'm running it guys from my computer you just don't know I make the buttons do the (laughs) buttony
1: thingies
0: (laughs) anyway I thought it was great and super grateful and proud of all of you
1: it was it was and we are thank you there you go and, so uh, so um, in the meantime, yes, in the meantime, you've been able to like with that cold. Can you still hit
0: the gym? Can yes. you still take care of yourself? Yeah, uh, you what know, you've I, been doing? I have not been. I've been laying low, which feels nice. Sometimes when I lay low, I don't know if anybody else has this experience, but I can get. Uh, this is no. This, I mean, I will say that this has been a problem for me for, for years is that if I rest too long, I start to feel lazy. And so I push myself. To an extent that is not healthy. Yeah. And I don't mean in a specific way. I don't mean like exercise or work. I just mean in, in any aspect. Um, so when I got here, I knew I had what was nice is that I had like three or four very specific reasons to be here, mm-hmm. which was totally enough from being to not have to feel like I have to push myself to feel accomplished um, in my my trip to Los Angeles. And so I was able to just chill, and I laid low, and I saw friends, and I did work, and I took meetings. And then when I didn't, I didn't do anything. I maybe went to a movie or something like that, but I just kind of laid low. But exercise for me is the thing that is like, it's a great way for me to start the day. Mm -hmm. Like, I could never... So Kim and I, I think, are going to talk about fitness throughout this whole episode. And I want to preface this with, I don't think... I don't love to talk about fitness and I don't love to talk about diet because I don't want anybody to think that the way I do it is the answer. Because I used to feel like that when I saw people on the internet or on TV or something. I'd see them doing eating, exercising a certain way and I thought if I could do that, I would be like them. And that is not the case.
1: Well, and I think we, you and I, tend to focus on the emotional relationship with mm-hmm. our actions anyway. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with me, because you and I approach working out very, very differently, differently, yes. And yet, we always can find emotional experiences that we can relate to.
0: Uh-huh. Um, yeah.
1: So that is that is definitely, the, and you have a different relationship with your body than I do. I just think some people. Um, one of one of my one of my the people that I follow spiritually has a whole categorization of energy basically that you come into this life with and different people energetically relate to their bodies different ways mm-hmm. some people are in their body and their body affords them a a a great deal of connection with this world. Mm. And I personally resent my body and mm. constantly I'm like, why are you holding me back from being my full spiritual self? <laughs> Which, is, yeah, I know it's right. ridiculous, but that's, but that's, it's that's, that's that's a me. funny thing to say to your body all the time. I'm like, why am I human? Yeah. It's like, cause you're human, Kim.
0: Yeah. Why
1: can't I will myself out of a broken back? Cause oh cause there's physics, Kim. So I used to be the same Way with working out. I would be very. I just need to will my body into this thing and it will become the thing that I don't resent anymore. And that never. Ever, so you mean you feel
0: like you used to push your body to do a certain exercise in order to look slash feel a certain way, even though you didn't like doing exactly. I would, I would, I will say this. This is a grand statement, but I will say that I think everybody has had that at some point. Going, ugh, here we go, elliptical trainer or whatever is your thing that you hate to do, but you do because you thought it would look a certain way. Um. And did you learn to love it or did you kibosh it? Nope, I learned I found
1: an outlet that just happens to be a workout. Mm. But I don't do it cuz it's a workout. Which is new. recently
0: you discovered that? About
1: 5 years ago. I've been yeah, writing for about recent. 5 years. Yeah. Um and so the side effect is actually a, a workout, exercising, getting my cardio up and my butt up at the same time. That's not the purpose at all. The mm. purpose is completely mental and emotional. Mm-hmm. But that's where I that's the space I move through this world. I move through the world kind of cut off at the navel. I'm very m- mental and emotional and the physical just kind of drags along in the in the wake going, but well, I have needs too could we maybe get some could I eat possibly a, a vegetable please? <laughs> Vegetables please are okay, you know. Mm. So um so I had to find I had to I had to go towards my strengths as opposed to
0: resenting my weaknesses. Oh, that's interesting. I was never I'm gonna ask this thinking that I know the answer. Were you athletic when you were younger? Uh no. Like did you do were you big into group sports? I played softball
1: a lot. On teams, yeah, you were on I played. A team? I played varsity softball right my on. sophomore year. I was a pitcher, fast pitch. Oh, wow. I know, super fancy. Now I'd and like I don't. I remember.
0: I will say, unexpected Kim uh, Rose. Really?
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I thought so. I can imagine you with a baseball hat on. Oh yeah, I was whipping the shit out of that ball. Right on. Um, however, please keep in mind, I was at a school that was ten percent female, so we huh. were recruited heavily to the female sports. Gotcha. And I was not playing varsity because I was good. I was I playing varsity because I was the only one that I was love, willing to get that close to big the ball.
0: Qualification, well done, yeah. well done. Yeah, yeah. still yeah, yeah, cool
1: yeah. though. And uh, so, no, by my junior year, I quit and went to work at a vet's office because it just wasn't. I I hate. I didn't. I would always get dressed really fast so I could get out before she the coach. Must have been like
0: twenty-one or twenty-two. When when you were playing softball.
1: No, 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 no. Like sophomore in high school. High school. Okay. High okay, okay. school. Gotcha. Yeah. So no, I was sixteen. Okay. And I would get dressed really fast and get out to the track and then splash water on my face. So by the time the coach came out I could tell her I already ran my <laughs> ran my laps. See,
0: that's what I mean in terms of exercise <laughs> so for me, I didn't I played sports because I grew up on a farm and I grew up in a small town and the, That's just what you did for extracurricular. My parents didn't have money to put me in anything that cost money. So they put, they make me do school things, which was usually sports. And the thing that stuck was, of course, drama class and doing theater in after school, but, um, or drama club rather. I also played softball and I played softball for years. And then I coached softball in high school because I was not, good at the competitive sports Ugh. because i am not a competitive person this is so funny thinking back to this and re- referring to who i am now is like i love you know me i am very social i love me a social gathering i love to be around people um and so i loved sports for that and so when you know girls started coming in and throwing their helmet and the baseball bats and getting mad and i was like what this isn't fun anymore. And so I stopped coaching and, or I stopped playing and started coaching the little ones, which was a whole different ball game.
1: I have another thing that might be surprising to you. Give so a- I ended up, if I wasn't pitching, I was out in right field. My girlfriend, Becky, still one of my two best, best friends today. Uh, we would sit out there and genuinely make daisy chains. Like, we, yep. had to be, we had to be told yep. that the ball was coming towards us. So we we're like, what? what? Like, we were, we were a bad movie. And I said at that time, I don't like it because I'm not competitive. The truth is, and here's the admission, I am excruciatingly competitive. Mm-hmm. And that sucks for someone who is not also excruciatingly skilled. Skilled, yeah. So I quit because I hated losing all the time. Oh, so you, did, you were not having fun. I was not having fun. Oh, wow. I didn't know how to get better like the like they'd say throw the ball in the mitt D- well that's what i'm fucking trying to do i'm trying to throw the ball in the mitt throw it faster in the mitt well no i, ca- I can't do both stop hitting stop hitting the batters cuz then you walk
0: them <laughs> i'm not doing it on fucking purpose or what if you are good and then your teammates are not good that never happened. Oh. Well, yeah, I'm couple, just saying, like, like yeah. in, in that, with that example, that could be frustrating for a competitive yes. person. It yeah. just
1: was all, so I was Which never... Which my
0: experience. People were, <laughs> except I was the one that was not good. People were <laughs> mad at me. And I was like, that's okay. Do you guys want some gum? You know what I mean? I just was like, I, I, at the end, we went for this big dinner. We were, like, the worst team in the league or something. And we went for a dinner to celebrate. I was probably, I don't know, maybe 16. And, uh... I got a trophy for being, like, the cheerleader of the team. Yes. Like, it's very me, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. And, you know, fast forward, I had a, you know, I don't, I, we won't get into it in this episode, but I did have, like, a weight loss journey from high school to college and, you know, now. But um, now exercise, still my favorite exercise is group exercise. And I'm not social in a group exercise, um, but I feel like the energy of other people working towards a similar goal is inspiring. Do you
1: mean like like a like a tough mudder kind of group thing or like a boxing class? A class. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Have you done, not, a I've done a mutter? I've done a I did awesome a half
0: marathon, but I've never done a tough mutter.
1: Where you've got to like climb on people's yeah. shoulders. I mean, that
0: would be amazing. But that involves like organization and being available, which I'm not either of those things. Nah, you know. Um, but yeah, I and I also love doing new things. I love being bad at stuff because maybe there's a good chance I love being bad at stuff because then there's no Opportunity for me to be doing it a lot and still being bad at it. If you're always new, <laughs> then of course you're bad at
1: it. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, you know? I so know that I had a, I had an experience on the horse last week where he just went bananas, and I was I got angry instead of getting scared, which is always nice. It's nice when my first reaction isn't i oh, bail out, I'm gonna die now. Oh great. And so I got I got him under control, and I cussed at him a little bit, and I was like, <laughs> and um. And uh, then we, we went back, and I said to another rider in the ring, because other people were in jeopardy from the bombing that my horse was doing. Yeah. So everybody was safe. Everything was okay. I stayed on. I sat him out, got him Got him back under. And, uh, and I said, and the win for me is that I am not choosing to get off the horse now and abandon the rest of my thing because I'm terrified. And this woman just started laughing. She said, Kim, you are so much better than you know you are. Huh. And... I, I thought about that a lot because that tends to be me. Like at first I wanted to be so much better than I was just in my working out trajectory of life. I wanted to be there. Good at I wanted working to be out. good. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be I wanted to be strong. I wanted to be capable. I wanted mm-hmm. to be just not just not this body ain't it's I'm just not. And um for whatever could I become so that's beside the point. I'm not and I wanted to be. And now, at the age of fifty, it turns out I'm much more capable than I know, and I'm still like, Ooh, I don't want to, because I'm probably not good at that, and that will result oh, in and physical how pain.
0: doesn't that le- lend itself to life for you? Probably, yes. As I answer. as I'm as I'm articulating yes. it right now, sure. So, I mean, at least in in the things that I've seen you attempt to do, which is not that many. You know, we've only known each other like four or five years. But um, yeah, that is so funny as we're talking about this, how our fitness analogies lend themselves to life. I'm very much like, or at least I try, but I, I feel authentic when I do this. It doesn't feel hard for me to be optimistic and joyful and interested in being around people yeah I actually feel energized for the most part no there that's what
1: an extrovert is mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's yeah just I, am I mean an, I am a true introverted extrovert meaning that I do feed off of that but I do need my alone time and when I say alone time I mean alone <laughs> I don't mean on an airplane I don't mean in a movie theater I mean on my couch with some music and some fucking oracle cards or whatever you know oh that sounds like.
1: I don't remember the last time. In oh, my car, wow. I get to be alone in my car a lot.
0: Yeah, I'm alone in my car. That's kind of my alone time at when I'm in um Vancouver. But um so yes, analogies yes. for working out. Yeah. And
1: it's and it's I think it's not even working out. It's my analogy with my body. Again, I mean, it just makes sense. I'm in this body. Mm-hmm. My relationship with this body is going to affect my relationship as I move through the world. It's
0: just it just is. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and that's how you uh, you know, it it's all energy, right? And so, enter, we think of energy very. It's more obvious when we think of exercise because you are in motion. There is energy moving your limbs or whatever. Um, but it is truly energy as into how you present your energy, how your how you walk into a room, how you give energy, how you well, recycle energy, taking
1: care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I just last week, I w- I was in such a such a really uncomfortable dark place just f- for little reasons but they felt very big totally and i was tired and i was and, 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 and menopause this and exhaustion that and what the f- And my husband comes in and he goes you know you have all the symptoms of adrenal fatigue mm-hmm. and uh so i started taking supplements fistfuls of supplements oh yeah me too um speaking of we should throw that in there right now there you go so, Brianna, you know what I do to take care of myself? What? I take a handful of vitamins every day, and I don't actually know what they're for.
0: Oh, dear. <laughs> I wish there was a way to fix that. <laughs> what about you? You take a fistful of vitamins every day, and you I know don't. what I don't. I wonder if that's better or worse for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. The good news is I I, uh, I did it because I was just always so confused by the vitamin aisle, and I go to different places for different things, and the good news is... There is a remedy. What? Pun intended.
0: You um, must be talking about Care Of. I am.
1: Our lovely new partner's Care Of. It's a wellness brand, and it makes it easy to maintain your health goals. That's an actual quote because mm-hmm. it's an important quote. They customize a vitamin plan for you.
0: I love that. I love the idea of that because it takes alleviates all the issues with trying to figure out exactly what you need. Yeah, because it's all at once. I went online, yeah. and I did this little quiz. Oh my gosh, adorable. It is
1: they actually they have little winky smiley emojis when you when you fill Thank things goodness. Because
0: it'd be nerve-wracking <laughs> figuring out what you need for your future. And
1: it it the questions were really cool. It was it was everything from just my physical, what's my age, mm-hmm. what's what gender do I di- And end uh, a little note. It actually asks um, more than just male or female when you identify as a gender. I love that. Yay, huh? team. Thank, thank you. Thank um, you. And w- then it went into what my goals are, what my lifestyle is. So am I vegan? Will I take animal protein as a supplement? Do I, what might be missing from my body in terms of my lifestyle? And then what are my goals? Do I want health and fitness? Mm-hmm. Do I, am I stressed? Mm-hmm. And I picked stressed. (laughs) And even then under that, it was like, oh, how about urinary tract health? How about these? They asked all these really cool questions. And then at the end, they gave me personalized supplement recommendations that then they would send to my home. It's like having a
0: Nona. Yeah. It's like having somebody go, honey, eat this. Yes. Honey, this is good for you. Here. And this it's a great way to you. start 2020. You know, I always talk about starting the new year in healthy ways. And I like to make resolutions that are not specific goals because I like to just make my life better as a whole. And this is a great way to influence your body and your mind in a way that's customized to to you
1: yeah, you know? and it's cu- and it's customized through science. It isn't like they're just picking and choosing. Right. They have science that backs all of this up, and it's it's so easy and it's happy and it feels really good to take care of myself this way.
0: There's options for protein powders. Um, they have delicious things that include real products like organic cocoa and Himalayan sea salt. It doesn't just take care of my body. It takes care of the planet
1: because the individual, the little eco-friendly packs, they're compostable, the compostable films. So if you have a compost bin mm. like I do under my sink, you stick those bad boys in there. But boom You're helping so, yourself and the planet. And you know what's helping our listeners? What? If you go on TakeCareOf.com, TakeCareOf.com, and you enter the code WAYWARD50, <laughs> You get 50% off your first order. What? 50? 50? Five, zero? 50. Five, zero. OMG. The uh, yeah, so that's takecareof.com, enter code Wayward50, and try it out for yourself. I'm gonna. Yay, I think <laughs> Oh my yeah, I did. I can't wait. <laughs> yes, so I started taking fistfuls of supplements. Yeah. And um and I started to feel better. <laughs> And I was was talking to, it took about a a week, five days, I started feeling better. and, And today, the fact that I'm still moving around, given what's going on in my head, great credit to the fact that I have a body and it has needs. And it's not my imagination. And so the point being, this is where I'm headed with this, is that I was talking to a friend of mine who gives me great counsel. And I said, oh, I realized that all my life, I wanted it to be my imagination. I want my pain to be imaginary. I want my limits to be imaginary. I want it all to be in my mind because that I can control. Then it's an, even if it feels like shit, uh-huh. it's still my control and my power. My imagination that I'm exhausted and sad and depressed means if I really wanted to, I could be not exhausted and sad and depressed. But to admit that maybe it's the chemical components of my brain right now means it's out of my control and I just have to address it as reality. Mm. I don't like reality. That's have we so... have we figured that out yet about me?
0: You don't like reality? I'm
1: not a big fan of it re- I reject your reality I reject substitute well, my own. I mean,
0: I kind of do that all the time. That's because I feel, you know, that... There's another level. There's levels available to us and we can achieve them if we, you know, la, 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 la. Anyway, um, I, f- I almost feel, hold on, I was going to say something. I almost feel the opposite where mm-hmm. I feel like when, I mean, when I'm, fe- when I'm in a, some sort of emotional or mental spiral, I convince myself that it's all real because then I can prove myself right. Right. Yeah. That's usually what I do. I don't want it to be in my brain. I want it to be real. I want, the, and I read a quote the other day. I was like, oh, fuck, that's hilarious and awful. Something that was like, <laughs> isn't it amazing? Oh, God, stop, pause. I'm going to find it. Hold music. Found it. Worry is a way to pretend that you have knowledge or control over what you don't. And it surprises me, even in myself, how much we prefer ugly scenarios to the pure unknown. Yes! And that's so me. is like when I don't know something, and Kim and I have talked about lots of things that have to do with this. Oh, I'll just analyze it. Think and overthink and think and think and think. And and I'll go, this is what it is. And that awful thing seems better than just, "Mm, I don't know. Yeah. You know, and I feel like 2020, I'm really trying to go day by day. I have so much. My brain is so full right now with just like people going, what is the answer to this? And I just, in order to survive each day, I have to go, we'll find out, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Because man, oh man, it is just, it's too much for all of us to think that we, that we all know the answers. But To bring this back into how we keep our bodies moving through this world, what we do or what I do as a grown motherfucking woman when it comes to fitness is I do what needs to be done each day. So I don't push myself. What's great when I'm in LA is that I don't have my daughter. And so my schedule, you know, within reason is a bit my own. Um, And I love checking out new studios. So there's lots of opportunities in L.A. to do many, many different things. And I'll try a new one. I'll do anything. I don't care. But I don't wake up and go, you need to burn 600 calories before 10 a.m. I go, do you need to do a hike today? Do you need some sunshine and a podcast? Do you need, you know... Do you need to go and hit what something? What would feel good? Yeah, what does your body and more importantly what does your brain need? Yeah. And I think that if we all got to a place where we could where we could look at fitness as as a reward as something that will help us achieve the brains that we want and not the bodies that we want. Yeah. Then working out would be the best medicine really, you know? Yeah. And we'd be able to find something that, like you said, is a reward
1: instead of a punishment. Because so much of my relationship with, quote-unquote, exercise
0: yeah.
1: is punishing. Yeah. I'm, And that's not happy or helpful or anything that was sustainable. That's the other thing. I would not. I would have grand expectations with myself and then six weeks in be like, fuck this. isn't doing this. anything. Yeah, that's for me it
0: was like for it's the most part like with it. the gym. Now, the gym for me right now is not work. It doesn't work, it's just something to do. Or if I'm traveling, it's kind of, is if I can get my endorphins going in any way, that's helpful. Yeah. But I don't go to the gym when I'm working, like when I'm on the road, I don't go to the gym to get abs, you know? Yeah. I go to the gym because it helps my brain. But when I'm not traveling, the gym doesn't work for me because I don't feel the same rush that I do at a class. Now, when I was, you know, postpartum, The gym was my lord and savior. You know what I mean? Because I had just had Valentina and I was alone with her like 10, 11 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what to do. I was a new mom. I couldn't shower. And I discovered one of my best girlfriends in the world. And to this day, Megan Gardner, she told me that the good life down the street has daycare. And it's cheap. It's like four dollars an hour or something. Because it's Ugh. really, it's just in. They're right. You still have. You're, they're not going to change diapers or anything. Yeah. They're just going to keep an eye on your yeah. kid. Your baby will not die. No, exactly. That's basically <laughs> for the uh, next right? hour. So it gave me a chance to have some alone time, which to me, as the introverted extrovert, I wasn't getting, and it was destroying me. Oh yeah. And so. In that way, the community of the gym kind of saved me, you know? And so, again, I think that whatever healthy fitness looks like to you, find it. And don't not find it because one type has failed you in whatever way. Kate Beckinsale?
1: Yeah? I'm going to attribute a quote to her. Okay, Uh, That may not be her, but it was somebody who was like, why do you work out so hard? And she said, because I don't want to have to call a boy every time I need to move my couch.
0: Ooh, I love it. And I was like, go,
1: sister! So it may not be her quote. I apologize. She's a fucking Mm -hmm. badass queen. So if it isn't her, she probably said something like it. Um, But, yeah, the idea of community and, yeah, no, the other idea I had was gone. It was gone. It was good. Sorry. I'm sure it was great. It was it was fucking brilliant. (laughs) It was gonna it was gonna put this podcast on the
0: map. It was gonna solve all the world's problems. And it fucking left my brain. Damn it. Well, I mean, I got in some workout this morning or I got in some exercise this morning, and it seems to have taken all of my brain cells. Oh,
1: that's what I was going to say.
0: And it wasn't good. It was bad. Oh, great. now I have to say it. It was nothing. It was
1: stupid. And we probably should have ended this podcast 30 seconds ago, but now I'm going to say it anyway. Because you were talking about the gym um, on the road. And I have to admit that because, like, my first physical exertion that I enjoyed in my life was going to the clubs, dancing. I was one that actually went to the clubs to dance. Um Rather sweat off all my makeup drink or and the, meet up dudes. Yeah, drink, yeah yeah even before I could drink it was just and uh, so for me I go to the gym because it's an excuse to put my headphones on and listen to my music really loud.
0: Absolutely. That's
1: I, feel, I pretend I'm dancing. I'll get I'll get on the treadmill or I'll get on the the elliptical and I just I genuinely choreograph shit Why well, have you
0: ever just like put on your music or your headphones in your hotel room and just actually danced? No, because by then I got a, I got shit to do. Shh, shh, shh. By then I'm like, ah, oh, occasionally. Get my, okay, just uh, yeah. where were we? The last calm we were at was I want to say Jacksonville. That sounds good. Th- where they had the pool outside the gym. Okay, you were there. I remember seeing you there. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And there yeah. was nobody yes. in there, and I. F- I I was a motherfucking Gaga music video I went to town because if you get the right song you're just like there's no stopping this train baby what was the song it was um, uh, what is it uh, I'm on the edge of glory okay that's it edge of glory okay it's a good workout tune man anyway beep And we've lost Brianna. (laughs) All right. I love you, Kim Rhodes. I love you, Brianna Buckmaster. (laughs) Oh, I love a car crash first thing in the morning.